I've got about ten seconds to tell you how to get two-for-one tickets for top draw comedy nights near you thanks to our friends at the TV channel Dave at absoluteradio.co.uk. Also, I've got to tell you about how you can win prizes while you're there too. I've run out of time, though. Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio. Absolute Radio. Hey. It's the um, Frank Skinner Absolute Radio podcast. Mm. I'm, di- I'm distracted because Gareth keeps jiggling his lanyard. Yeah, I wish you wouldn't jiggle your <laughs> lanyard. It's like a carry-on film all of a sudden. <laughs> it is. <laughs> no. Um, yes. We should say that to, in order to get into Absolute Radio, you have to have like a, a well, I call it a dibber. Yeah, what would you, you call, call it? A dibber. I would, I don't, I don't know what it is. It's a thing that you... It's a fob. Yeah, it, it's, I call it it's, a dongle. Do you? Well, it's, well, that, it's, well, it's all those things. Is it? A, it's a fob. It's a dongle. So oh. it's um, <laughs> West India. So yeah. So then it goes to Frank Muir. Um, I don't think it's a dongle because a dongle, I think, is a Lithuanian word. Um, sorry, we've gone slightly off <laughs> off piste. Um, yes, you have this thing and it gets you into the building. Mm. And Gareth, uh, in order not to lose his, is carrying his on a lanyard around his neck. And it's an, it's, it's an absolute radio lanyard. Yeah. So you look such a company, man. I cannot tell but you. It's, it's poorly designed because, because I can't, like, it doesn't actually reach down to where you have to put it on the door to make it open from your neck. You have to, I had to crouch down. Yes. Um, which is not good. Undignified. Yeah. I think that's. <laughs> I had a friend. I think I can tell this story because he was a, he was a very dear friend of mine. But he had um, he was partially sighted, right? And he worked on the Christmas Post. And I saw him, and he was standing next to a street sign, about three inches away. I mean, the street sign where the lettering was like six inches high, reading it. And I thought, this bloke is reading the envelopes. It's a complete lottery. <laughs> But anyway, you'll probably be getting another call this Christmas, what with the strike and all. Yeah. Um, so it was a tremendous show, I thought. Yeah, Russell Kane Russell yeah. was on. He's very funny. Uh, he's very funny generally and was very funny on the show. Mm. Um, he's about to be on I'm Celebrity, Get Me Out of Here. Yeah, but he was very secretive about yeah. that. Oh, I think he gave, anything about I think it. he maybe already gave away more than he was supposed to. They're yeah. so touchy about it. Mm. He's on the bit afterwards where you watch the main programme and you think, I just can't go on with my life. I need more. And then you switch over to ITV2. That's what my mum does. She watches those programmes. Yeah. Okay. Little insight there into <laughs> Garrett's home life. Yeah, he was. They're so touchy about it. Uh, it was. Uh, it was interesting though. I mean, he gave away a couple of the guests. How's mm. Stephen Hawkins going to get on in the jungle? <laughs> I mean, the paths are very uneven. What about Sir Jonathan Miller? I know. Yeah, fancy him doing it. But um, I'm. Uh, I'm looking forward to uh, hearing it again. Do you ever listen to them back, by the way, the podcast? I do so- I do sometimes, yes. Well, vanity, thy name is Gareth Richards. <laughs> Absolute Radio. This is Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio. I, uh, I went to see uh, Simon Amstel last weekend. You know, Simon Amstel that did uh, Never oh, Mind yeah. the Boss Car. I know you did, actually, because I read that on Twitter. You know, on Twitter people post. Oh, God, I mean... <laughs> I, you can't, you can't, no one has any news anymore. Someone <laughs> said to, Kat said to me, this is my girlfriend, she said, oh, um, we had, I, I remember saying on the show, I, I confessed this, we went away to Brighton for the week and we basically had one long argument. Uh, and uh, I went running on the, uh, on the front at, mm. um, at Brighton. The promenade. Yeah, on the promenade. And, and there was, it was on Twitter, someone was telling me, the Kath was telling me, saying, saw Frank Skinner running along the front of Brighton, looked really unhappy. 
And I thought, I'm really... You can't do anything now if you're some sort of celebrity. If you're a celebrity, it's like, it's like East Germany, is what it's like. It's awful. Like. You've got to be honest. It's awful. It's t- I went to a gig the other night. I'm not saying which one. It wasn't the Simon Amstel, but I went to a comedy gig. No, do you know what? I know what back. it is, because it was on Twitter. Was well, it- tell me, before I tell you what happened at the gig, tell me. Go on. It was at the Monday Club. Bonus set from Alan Carr and Frank Skinner in crowd. Frank Skinner because I'm being billed now <laughs> as a member of the crowd and appearing off stage Frank Skinner no well it was that was actually a very good gig but okay. I went to a gig a few weeks back which wasn't very funny right and um, I suddenly thought to myself I'd better start laughing soon or it'll be on Twitter I saw Frank Skinner at blah blah gig didn't laugh and that's what that's what I've become oppressed I mean if I need to have an affair at any point I'm going to be in big trouble but I think this is good, you see, because it's forcing you to be more honest about your life. No, it isn't. It's, in- it's including that sort of... Do you think Eastern Germany brought out the best in people? No, it didn't. <laughs> it made them into sneaks. You're just did. worried you'll be spotted coming out of an adult cinema in a Colombo Mac. Well, yeah, I'm slightly worried about Do you mind that. if I have a look around? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Saying to some porn star, my wife's a big fan of yours. <laughs> no, I, it's terrible, though. It's, it's just sp- spying. I hate Twitter. I wish it would stop. Oh, I love Twitter. Oh, you um, love Twitter. You I'm just a- going to Twitter that we're talking about Twitter now. Okay, do it. <laughs> so, anyway, I went to see Simon Amps. Oh, yeah. It was very funny, I, 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 and I'm happy for anyone who sat next to me to Twitter. I see you could lie on Twitter as well, couldn't you? You say tweet it, duh. You uh, say tweet. You tweet something. Okay, but you could, you could lie. It could be a dishonest oh, okay. tweet. You could say, saw Frank Skinner... Snogging uh, Miranda Hart, <laughs> right? In um, Ludlow, right? Ludlow Castle, on the side of Ludlow Castle in a passionate way. You could say that. I don't know how many characters that would be. Two characters, basically, me and Miranda Hart. I'm not counting Ludlow Castle as a character. I'm seeing that as set. Have you not snogged Miranda Hart in Ludlow then? No. <laughs> but you see what I mean? You could do that, and people have just accept that that's true. Hmm. Saw Frank Skinner juggling fire <laughs> in, a, in a house for underprivileged children in Cardiff. You know, very irresponsible, exclamation mark. Shall and, I Twitter and, and that? Tra- I Twitter don't that Twitter that. that. Someone, you can just lie about it. Anyway, in the audience at the Simon Anstel yeah. gig, suddenly there was a kerfuffle. Was there? Oh, my God, there was a brouhaha. Was someone twittering next to you and no. you them out? Shut up about it now. <laughs> and um, why is there a toilet roll in here on a toilet roll holder? Is, is someone... Uh, God, oh, how, long, how long are people's shows? Anyway, so suddenly there was a... This woman said, how dare you, which I always love. <laughs> and what had happened, apparently, is that... All the house lights went on. What had happened is that... Um, this woman had been talking in, in the audience and someone yeah. else said, do you mind shutting up, please? And the woman who was talking threw a drink <gasps> over the complaining woman and and then they had an argument and then their two boyfriends apparently started hitting each other. Like like some chivalric knights fighting <laughs> on behalf of their ladies. Typical blokes thinking, oh, what's that? Girlfriends having an argument. I better hit that woman's husband <laughs> just to sort of level things up a bit but this was, was a, a Simon this was a Simon Amstel gig in Richmond wow. if you don't know London Richmond is a very posh area and Simon Amstel is a very gentle sort yeah. of you know it's not like going to see the Mac lads in, in Manchester <laughs> or something like that if, uh, no one out there remembers well, it's the not Mac even lads. like going to see you Frank yeah but people don't yeah exactly it you might don't be a scrap 
No, well, there might be the odd scrap, but um, th- this was a sign. I just think the people don't know how to be an audience anymore. Uh, that's ter- no, throwing throwing your drink on someone never calmed down the situation. No, it was a never a calm way out. And very, you know, there's people in the third world that would have loved that uh, vodka and orange. Absolute radio. So yeah, so that audience. Do you don't you find if you go and see anything now, there's an audience. There's always somebody talking or on their phone. Or... Oh, I can't bear it. You know, people text as well. They keep their phone People on. text, I think that's because it's quite... Like you sit next to someone, like, in, in, in... I don't know, whatever it is you're at, and every now and again there's a blue glow... Yeah. ...coming from uh, their crotch area. I well, hate you it in the lap-dancing club? <laughs> yeah, no. Yeah, I was in a uh, radioactive lap-dancing <laughs> club, which was slightly frightening, I must admit. Um... Yeah, I was at a. I went once. Went to some modern ballet. I'll, I'm going to own up to that sort of modern dance thing, and uh, it was kind of incredible because obviously it was in deathly dull, but um, it, everyone you know was in great shape, uh, and uh, somebody, um, and there was an older person who fell asleep, and they were apparently they weren't snoring, but suddenly they broke wind with alarming ferocity, <laughs> and uh, the person next to me said pointed towards the stage and towards this person and said the body in control and the body out of control <laughs> and I thought that really summed up the difference um, did you see that thing about uh, worst I think it's an American survey was it about most hated words and phrases and the one that won was whatever oh yeah yeah which I quite like do you yeah, yeah they had a collection of phrases that they're saying it's the kind of top ten annoying phrases that people hate and it is what it is was another one yeah and you know do you know what I hate? I hate it when people say, what part of no don't you understand? Mm. <laughs> yeah, or any of those. Yeah, I what hate What part that. of uh-uh don't you understand? <laughs> I hate that. I also hate, you can take the man out of uh-uh, but you can't take the uh-uh out of the man. Uh, well, you probably can. In fact, usually. And also, it's been said so much, stop saying it. In fact, don't even go there. Oh, that's tired. <laughs> don't, yeah. Unless, obviously, if someone's talking about Leicester. <laughs> but, but yeah, I hate that. Don't even go there. I've made a career out of going there, so I don't need that kind of stupid advice. Mine is, mm-mm, you don't know the meaning of the word. Right? You know when people say that, well, I'm not familiar with the mm-mm on the front of it. <laughs> 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 was, that, was that someone you oh, used to gosh. learn German at school? You go, yeah, oh, oh. You can read the hands. That sounds like we Oliver say, Hardy. Mm-mm. <laughs> I thought you were going to say, this is another nice mess you've got. me." <laughs> you don't know the meaning of the word. I was doing a temping job once, and uh, they asked me if I wanted to... What, a bowling alley? If they wanted to... <laughs> <laughs> they asked me if I wanted to do... That will be on Sunday night's greatest hit show, I'm hoping. <laughs> <laughs> um, it was moving furniture, this temping job, and they asked me if I wanted to do another day, and I said, no, it was, it was a bit hard work, and they said, hard work, you don't know the meaning of the word. But they didn't um, say mm mm beforehand, <laughs> did they? I believe that, yeah. That was when he was moving that piano up those stairs with Oliver Hardy. Yeah. <laughs> oh, go on, carry on with your anecdote. Oh, that's it. Oh, that's it. Yeah. Well, I, I, I love that story. Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio. Absolute Radio. We were just talking about annoying phrases. I'll tell you what, which one I really don't like. Any way, shape or form. Any way, shape Oh, that's irritating. Yeah. yeah. That, oh, man, if somebody says that to me, I'll write them off as a human being. So what we thought we'd have is you can um, text in 
your any uh, words or phrases which really wind you up? Because the survey is American, and we think we should do the British version. Mm. That would be fair. So, and if it's anyone under 22, most of what you say I do find quite annoying. Because you talk in that voice and you go, and I was like, oh, and he was like, oh, random, loser. Or, or, you, or you go up at the end of a sentence. Oh, I hate that. Um, didn't uh, Ronnie Biggs go up at the end of a sentence? <laughs> Actually, he didn't, he didn't get to the end of the sentence. <laughs> um, so at that, we're on 8.12.15 if you want to text us. That number again, 8.12.15. Um, that was my DJ voice. I'm quite pleased with it. So uh, what else was... Oh, oh yeah, you had a, you had a fascinating uh, text in your email, Gareth. Yeah, a friend of mine called Hannah, who is my uni- friend at university, and she's moved to Japan now. And she sent um, us a message on Facebook, and she said she's still in Japan. She's getting married to a man called Wang Ping. Nice. Yeah. I like that. So will she be um, H- Anna Ping? Hannah. Anna, yeah. Hannah Ping. Well, I think... Yeah. I don't know if his full name, or that's his first name. I like it because it's it's an element of happening about Hannah Ping. Mm, Yeah. Yeah. What I like about Wang Ping, and I'm not a man to take the mickey out of um, the producer keeps flinching. No, but I'm not taking it. But it it sounds like the sound effects from when David met Goliath. Doesn't it sort of (laughs) and then down he goes? But anyway, I'm I'm guessing he's a lovely bloke. She's saying the family name is Wang, so she's going to be Hannah Wang. Hannah Wang. Hannah Wang sounds kind of sexy. She did say, she said, jokes allowed at first reading of name, then please take it seriously. Okay, well, we've we've got that out of the way. (laughs) And now from now on, yes. She says, I kept meaning to contact Gareth when I heard he's on Absolute Radio to tell him there's a little gift shop in Mishima, a big town near where I live, that has Absolute Radio playing all day over its speakers through the internet. So, so they can hear us in Japan. Mm. I love it. So she says, if it's on, if we're on Saturday morning here, it'll be Saturday afternoon because they're like eight or nine hours ahead. I understand the us. time difference thing. Yeah. I'm just. Uh, <laughs> just you looked that. at me then, like uh, like when when someone explains something to an, an elderly person. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> you know that time you well. left Birmingham. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Go on, so carry on. You know about Japan, don't you? It's, um, yeah, I've heard of Japan. I've been to Japan. No, that, that was that. That was it. That's that's nice, isn't it? So there's people in a gift shop in Japan listening to us right now. But they won't know what we're saying. Oh. Oh. Okay. You how can we? How can we resolve this? How How do you say? Well, I. C- I tell you what. You know our famous jingle that Gareth did when it, which goes Saturday morning. All we need to do is find out what that is in Japanese. Yes. But it would have to be Saturday afternoon. Okay. Well, what's Japanese for Saturday? Just a minute. I'll just Google it. (laughs) There you go. Wang. Bing. Right, go for it, Gareth. Do your be go go. There you go. (laughs) Then all the money go, what? Um... I'm, a match. I'm, I'm, I'm getting an image from Kill Bill. I don't know why I'm getting that. Absolute Radio. We've got Russell Kane on the show later on. He's a very, uh, very funny comedian. I used to Russell Kane, you know, back in uh, the West Indies just after the war. Oh, God. Yeah, I remember uh, I was at the club, Colonel Fitzroy said to me, you know, Skinner, if the military police find out you've been rustling that sugar cane, they'll string you off. I said, well, they're not going to find out, are they, Colonel? And poured him a small rob. He's a lovable old character, but I wouldn't have tried. Um, have we had any emails or texts? Have we had any texts on 8, 12, 15? <laughs> we have. We've had loads of people um, who are really annoyed at nearly everything people say. Oh, yeah. really? <laughs> great. We, found, we find each other as British people incredibly annoying. So we've had lots of emails. That's good. So um, at the end of the day is a big one. A lot of people have said, 
they find the phrase at the end of the day. I think it's all right if you're making social arrangements to have a midnight feast with someone. But not if you're Alan Hansen talking about football. No, no, he does say at the end of the day. My football one is, he'll be disappointed with that. <laughs> and they always use disappointing for rubbish, because they think it's a nice way of putting it. Carry on. Um, Karen from Bromley um, says, I've only got one pair of hands. Um, really gets on their nerves, <laughs> as if we didn't know, she says. <laughs> Do you think chimpanzees <laughs> say that? <laughs> Matt from Guildford says... They have got two pairs of hands, haven't they, chimpanzees? No, I think the feet are f- feet. Oh, they look like hands. They are like they? hands. I think, I think they are. I think if a chimpanzee feet. child says to the mother, you know, can you pass me that, she'll say, oh, God, I've only got one pair of hands. Oh, no, sorry. I've got two pairs of hands. I will pass you that. Carry on. Um, Matt from Guildford... <laughs> and furthermore... <laughs> That's worryingly good, oh, that thanks. impression. Matt from Guildford hates uh, the phrase, jobs are good and... He says he hates that. I find that irritating as well. Do you know, I'll tell you something about that phrase. I don't think I'd ever heard that phrase until um, Gareth said it earlier. Really? Yeah. But maybe you'd just read it off the, off the yeah. screen when it came through. Because no. they don't tell me what's coming through, you see. I like, I like to keep it spontaneous. Hi. Um, jobs uh, are good and I'm not familiar with. So what, what, in what context would one say jobs are good and... You'd say, um, does it mean it like it's as good as done or something? Is that what it means? I don't know. I'll well, see so you two are being all, <laughs> oh, yeah, jobs are good. And now I question it. Turns out you're as ignorant as I am. We need someone who does a good job at something to oh. tell us what okay, that means. Okay, Sharon. Yeah, we have to go out of the studio to find them. <laughs> I've got another one. Sharon says, I really don't like the word cheeky being used before everything, i.e., going for a cheeky run to get a cheeky drink. She I says, think that's ah, true. That it, is quite true. Although. Um, Obviously, I don't mind it in the context of we are the cheeky girls, you are a cheeky... And all their, you know, cheeky holiday and all that stuff, their whole... Just going to go and have a cheeky girl? Yeah, no, but if you were going to go... If if that was... um, I can't remember his name now. Who was that Welsh MP? Lembit Opic. Yeah, if he said, I'll just go and have a cheeky girl, then that would be fine. (laughs) I'd accept that. Sandra hates the phrase, they're not a happy bunny. What on earth does that mean? (laughs) Yeah, that is. That is ridiculous, yeah. (laughs) That's a good one, that. And we've also got Anita and Elton who says, I hate the phrase all the trimmings whenever people talk about Xmas dinner. But, oh, okay. I think that's all right with that Xmas dinner. People <laughs> use it for all sorts of phrases. I think it's when you use a phrase to mean what it literally means, it's okay. But when you, you, you know, when it becomes that, because when you say, I'm going out for a, a meal tonight with all the trimmings or I'm going to get a car with all the trimmings. Yeah. Or, I'm, or Lemby Opic saying, I'm going to have a cheeky <laughs> girl with all the yeah. trimmings. <laughs> and you think, oh, God, keep that to yourself, Lemby. Involve a little sausage wrapped in bacon. I once was in a Catholic church and the priest said, I remember when I was a, uh, a small child <laughs> and uh, Daddy would do the rosary <laughs> and Mummy would do all the trimmings. <laughs> and uh, I quite like that. And then remember he went on to say, and I know I used to think it was a bit long, but looking back, it was nice. <laughs> And uh, I, that lived with me for, for a long time. So that was a phrase. That, I, that was an occasion when the trimmings was, um, was good. <laughs> Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio. Absolute Radio. Can I say, by the way, we have a lot of lovely texts saying how people really, really like the show and listen to it all the time, but we don't read any of them out because I just would feel a bit of a bit of a doodah mm. reading out stuff about people saying that they love the show but I wouldn't I'd love it I know you would I've had to talk you out of it I know but, um, I, well me and them will get together and we'll just read them to each other <laughs> I love to hear them because they, mm. they're very uplifting but I just I would feel embarrassed and, and, and a bit you know 
Can I say up myself? I think I can. A bit up yeah. myself to read them out. But thanks very much. Yeah, thank you. It's, it's mucho appreciato, as I believe they used to say in Latin. We had some good ones during the week. Uh, Stuart Leatherland, or is that Stuart in Leatherland? I don't know. Mm. <laughs> is he currently in Leatherland as we speak? <laughs> I hope so. <laughs> I can't hear the squeak of settees. I'm going to go and see Stuart. Oh, which Stuart? You know, Leatherland Stuart. He's always in Leatherland. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Maybe he works in Leatherland. Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, he says, Hi, Frank, Gareth and Emily. I've just been listening to your podcast from two weeks ago and heard you say that Craig Revel Horwood isn't as orange as he was before. That's I'm not, tr- that is he, true. Well, yeah. And he says, I'm not surprised. After all, nobody likes the orange rebels, do they? Oh. I'm lo- that's good. That's very good. I'm hoping it's his. I'm hoping it's not yeah. from, from the song. Yeah. Yeah, but that uh, uh, that's good. Um, Carl Wallace um, says lots of nice things. He says, anyway, my question, Frank, is why do we never see baby pigeons? Oh. Do you mean like like little pigeon? Little, like, like that's, little that's child. Quite... Have you ever seen a yeah. baby pigeon? No, I've never seen, when I've seen pigeons, and you do see pigeons in London where I live. I've never seen little pigeons with them being carefully looked after by a mother pigeon. They're called squabs. They squabs. Oh, they really? I know that because I've seen it on a menu. That's the only reason. No. Oh, oh God! I thought that was going to be a lovely, cosy <laughs> point you were making. See, on a menu, what do you just have them? Do you just eat them like profiteroles? Oh yeah, because I'm eh? the one that eats weird food. Yes, me and me and Gareth, we we went a bit macho yesterday, which is not very me and what Gareth. What are you doing? We went to, we went out for lunch, us us three, with with Emma, our producer, who who is also the producer of the new Dave Gorman show, which has signs all over the studio saying we got a plug that's on tomorrow morning at ten. <sighs> so anyway, um, yeah, we went and we had pigs trotters. Yeah, it was, it was. Why did you do it? Your mental. I just said it so I could say to the woman, "Have you got pig trotters?" And she could say, "No, I always walk like this." But it didn't happen because um, she was Mexican. And well, you kept I'd waving your job. hands at her, which you had in a trotter formation. Yeah, as well. that's not I, I, what I did. It's hard to explain this, but I made like a pig trotter. I moved two fingers to one side and two fingers to the other side to make pig trotters, and I tried to order it in mime. Anyway, when they came, they weren't. I thought there would be like a big pig's foot in yeah. a in a maybe in a glove. It's a deep kind. fried pig's trotter, and I was expecting like a pig's trotter deep yeah. fried. Yeah, I was imagining. I had a terrible image of live pigs forcing to forced to put their feet into those deep fried <laughs> things you get in chip shops. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I thought was going to happen, um, but no. It was in like a little envelope of pastry. It was like a Finder's crispy pancake. With um, breadcrumbs on, and it was um, like, other pancakes are available. Yeah, and yeah. it was like someone had, had, had messed, had, had minced up some dead baby birds, not it pigeons, was just obviously. Like gris- gristle, and, wasn't and there it? was some. I think there was some was dog spit in it. There were shards oh. of shards of bone and tendon. It wasn't. It didn't. It, it was, was horrible. Uh, and we, I still don't feel right. I haven't felt right since. So lay off the pig trotters. That's that's what I'm saying. And if there's any pigs listening, don't bite your nails because it'll make you feel a bit sick. Absolute Radio. This is Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio, and uh, I, I nearly gave a time check. And I never give a time check. Why did I do that? I had a sort of Tony Blackburn flashback. And you went all uh, professional DJ. Yes. So um, yeah, we uh, it's, there's tension in the studio. I'll be quite honest with you. You know, the, the, there's an England game um, today. Oh and, yeah, Ukraine. Uh, yeah, but it's not. It's not really that important. No. It'd be nice to win, but there's no real... Because if we lose, it doesn't matter. We're still, we're still in the World Cup in South Africa. So I thought we'd pr- try and replace that with a contest that had got a real... People really cared who was the winner. 
And it turns out, I found, I haven't heard this, but in, it turns out in conversation that both Gareth and Emily do an impression. I think, should I say who the impression is of, or should I yeah. say that? Yeah. They both do a David Mitchell impression. Yeah. yeah. I've done mine once before when Alistair McGowan was yeah. in. Oh, did you? Oh, well, that obviously left a lasting impression. <laughs> yeah, well, you know, I remember. if you're going to be competing with Alistair McGowan, you're going to be having problems. Like, do you do Fat David Mitchell or Thin David Mitchell? Oh, I do just lovely David Mitchell. Oh, OK. Well, he was always lovely. You're suggesting yeah. he, he's, he, what, he's not lovely now or no. he wasn't lovely when he was rotund? I, I do lovely, slim David Mitchell. Oh, OK. OK, so it's I'm going to do grotesquely fat David Mitchell. <laughs> oh, okay. Well, that's good. It's a kind How of a walk. You? It's a walk down David Mitchell memory lane. You're some, I enjoy that. It's the two ages of David Mitchell, before and after. <laughs> I can see him now. I can see the big one, and I can see a picture of him after, holding a large pair of trousers out at the front, like Slimmer <laughs> of the Year does. So, I don't know why you didn't do that as a publicity <laughs> shot. It was obvious, wasn't it, really? OK, so I think we'll start... Should we do ladies first? Yes, yep. I think so. OK, I know that's a traditional... So, role. Frank, can I, I just... I loads of feminists phoning up saying, how dare you? I've never been so... Anyway. Um, can you just set me up here, please? Because, like, you know, I've actually seen... I like to think I am setting you up with <laughs> this particular incident. Carry on. Can you play the paparazzi saying, David, please, can I take your photo? OK, And then okay. I'll come in, because I've actually... This is what I saw him saying once. Can I just find out the paparazzi do never say, please, can I take your photo? But is that what you want me to say? Or something along those lines. Uh, OK, OK. David, okay. David. OK. Look, okay. okay. I'm doing it. Okay. You, you, work, <laughs> you work on your fat David Mitchell in the corner. You'll be sorry you hadn't done your warm-ups when it comes to it. OK, here we go. Okay. Ready? Oh, here is the, imagine oh, we're ready? Imagine oh. we're, we're at a London premiere. There's a red okay. carpet. And in comes Slim. I'm, I'm, I'm going to say lithe, David Mitchell. <laughs> David, David, can we take your photograph? David. Actually, I'm finding it rather difficult to think of anything I'd like less. <laughs> pretty uh, good, I yeah. thought. Pretty good. There's an element of Lord Charles. Uh, <laughs> I remember Ray Allen and Lord Charles. Well, you're a pretty little thing, aren't you? There's an element of that. But it was a good, I think, you know, that okay. was good. Thanks, Frank. Out of ten? Oh, no, do you want to wait? To do oh, let's wait. Yeah, okay. I, I, I haven't heard Fat okay. David Mitchell yet. Yeah. I haven't heard Fat David Mitchell for a long time. I can't well, we remember could if not. the Tom... We could let the, the listeners tom vote for their favourite one, couldn't we? We, we could, but, you know, they've got yeah. better things okay. to do. <laughs> Um, and I need a subject for David Mitchell to have a rant about one of his panel show rants. Okay, do you, okay. you want to tell me what yeah, it is? No, 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 ad hoc. Yes, what, okay. what would be a good subject? I have problems with the script because I'm not clever enough to think of any of the things he would actually say. That's very, very humble of you. Don't I'm put a, yourself down, okay. I think you're a very clever man. <laughs> not as clever as David Mitchell, I <laughs> no, admit. No, no, I'm not. Okay, well, what, what well, would he write? We need to raise? choose a subject. This is fat David Mitchell, so he'd probably rave about thin people, wouldn't he? People would die He's at him. He's never fat. Don't act like he was Oliver Hardy or something. <laughs> I, wa I watched fat. some YouTube clips last night and uh, and he did used to be a little oh, bit fat. Oh, shut no, up! No, I think he'd be happy to, to be fat yeah. because now well, he's he isn't fat. You know, he's done, you know, he's done okay. a great job. He, he, he fought against a, a ter terrible amorphous mass of himself <laughs> and won. <laughs> okay, so thin, thin. Okay, so um, uh, David, uh, I, I should be. Who should I be then? Have I got to be someone as well? No. Okay, I'll be me. I'm, okay, imagine I'm, I'm I'm doing a Mike Yarwood. Okay, so <laughs> I, I'll be Frank Skinner. So, um, David, what do you think about dieting? Well, the thing I don't like about thin people is they're always not eating anything, and then when they do eat something, they eat like lettuce or something, and that's not even a proper food. It's not. It's like a <laughs> tiny. <laughs> Watery vegetable. <laughs> oh, man, that was absolute. I gotta say, I mean, I'm gonna Gareth. give the score. Emma's, em, okay? Emily's was good, but um, 
You're Gareth, the victor. That was that was a hell of a fat David Mitchell. <laughs> oh, thank you. That was honestly that was that was brilliant. If if a guest doesn't turn up one week, I he think can we can say it. we've got David Mitchell, and as long as he just rants. Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio. Absolute Radio. You know what? Russell Kane is in the studio. Hooray. Hello, Russell. Good morning. Thank you for coming in. And Because uh, a lot of comedians don't get up this early. I don't know if you're aware I, of that. I stayed in the nearest uh, hotel that I could get at the cheapest price on late rooms as close as possible to the studio. <laughs> it's about five minutes walk from here next to a building, so just uh. to get the minimum route from alarm clock to here. So you don't live in London, then? No, I live in uh, Westcliff-on-Sea, which is a posh way of saying Southend-on-Sea. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, I know Westcliff. It is quite posh. Oh, how lovely to live by the seaside. It's the posh end of South End. Yeah. Not as many chip wrappers. Are you, are you from <laughs> South End? Uh, all my family are from Westcliff originally. By the time I was born, I was brought up in North London, Enfield. And then I met Sadie and she lived in South End. She went, let's move to London. I went, no, let's go back to the coast for glimpses of the estuary. <laughs> oh, lovely. That's yeah. how estate agents sell the houses ra- around there. They write estuary glimpses from the bedroom window. <laughs> Estuary glimpses. <laughs> oh, I love it. I think that's enough, though, isn't it, with an estuary? <laughs> yeah. I don't want a full-on vision of it. I'm yeah. happy with a glimpse. <laughs> Just a teasing glimpse. Yeah. Sadie is your, is your girlfriend, I should point out, in case people think... Yeah, fiancé. We're getting married on uh, January the 9th. So. Aww. Oh. Why didn't I go? Why didn't I go? Maybe because I've been married. <laughs> <laughs> so, um... <laughs> Yeah, well, that's good. Congratulations. We, have, we keep we're getting married on that weird date because we we keep get putting dates and having to postpone them because comedy will just eat up any date you put into your diary. But on January the eighth, nothing happens. No one no one wants to do anything <laughs> January the ninth, rather. And so I thought January the ninth, what can get in the way of it? The week after New Year, so we put it in there. Hold it. I think if you book a wedding date, you just don't let things eat into it. <laughs> yeah. No, yeah, but you yeah. do though. Most <laughs> people don't move it for a gig. Yeah, but say. <laughs> Sorry, love, I've got a kid. Sadie and I are both the egotistical comedian and comedian, so it's like, it's £50, close the show in order shop, but that's the end of the wedding. <laughs> Have you considered getting married on stage at a gig? I proposed on, on stage. Oh, did, did you? Really? Oh. Yeah. Where at? It was a, it was a little lo- a local uh, gig. We had about 100 people in the audience, and I'd rehearsed a secret sketch with another actress that was going to be in the show with us. So Sadie, Sadie thought it was going to be the end of the show, but it wasn't. So they went backstage to get out of costume to come out to bow at the end, so she thought. So while she was backstage, I communicated in boards that I'd written on what was really about to happen. So I was lifting up these boards. It's not really the end of the show. No one say anything. Everyone stay quiet. I'm going to ask Sadie to marry me live on stage. And some bloke started crying straight away. Like, it's so beautiful, Gary. Yeah. Everyone's called Gary in town. And, uh, and Sadie, Sadie came out and no one was clapping. It was a really weird atmosphere. And of course, she was nervous. She, you need to feel in control when you're on stage. And Sarah and I start doing this sketch and acting and you could see the penny dropping in Sadie's mind and the punchline was, I asked her to marry me. There was this horrible silence, loads of people filming it for YouTube. It could have been Cliff of the Century <laughs> if she'd said no. But she said yes and it was just like, when you blew the windows out of the theatre, it was amazing. W- was there a, at any point when you thought she might say no? No, no. Okay. Comedian's <laughs> ego, come on. Yeah, good <laughs> God. I was at a West Brom game a couple of weeks ago and a bloke went out on the pitch and, mm. uh, and uh, proposed to his girlfriend. And I was one of the many people going, you don't know what you're doing. <laughs> you don't. But um, we <laughs> lost. It's a miserable game. We lost at home to a team in 16th position, Crystal Palace. And uh, it, I, 
for me, that proposal, if I was then, will always be associated with misery and disappointment. Did he propose off the back of the loss, did he? No, no, he was at half-time. I think he was still optimistic. <laughs> <laughs> it's, a it's a marvellous metaphor for marriage. <laughs> Sorry, I'm sorry, I shouldn't be like that, you're it's getting married. It's half-time, who knows, it might go horribly wrong. Let's, will you marry me? Exactly. <laughs> as long as you're not marrying Neil Warnock, I think you're all right. That's a football remark for anyone who got it. I know you would have enjoyed that. That was so specific, I actually crashed then and needed to be reset. I'm sorry, I'll, I'll, perhaps, I'll, I'll tell you what, shall I just um, put, uh, put the adverts on while you clear up that nosebleed? <laughs> Absolute Radio. We are with Russell Kane today. And uh, there should be some whooping, but we don't really do whooping on this no. show. We find a little tawdry. That was, that was me whooping myself. Yeah, okay, it's so most right. tragic moment. <laughs> of my Come career. here, whooping yourself. <laughs> where yeah. am I? Where are my whoopers? <laughs> where are my whoopers? <laughs> I can't see your whoopers from here. <laughs> so, yes, um, <laughs> da -da 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 -da. so that we played another trail there for the Dave Gorman show, which starts at ten o'clock. Just in case anyone doesn't know. And did you hear that bit when he's talking and Emily comes in? I love that. Yeah. Oh, oh. creepy, creepy. <laughs> Creepy. <laughs> so, Russell, you're on, t you're on tour at the moment. Yeah, I've, I've only just started, really. I went on tour on Thursday, the 1st of October. And I'm touring for two months. It was supposed to be two months. I've had to postpone some dates, but more or less every night in October. What, for your marriage? Yeah. No, no, no of course not. No, don't be ridiculous. For <laughs> something important. And, uh, yeah, so we're on, I'm on tour for the whole of October, all the way up and down the country. I, I really I enjoy touring some comedians. Don't enjoy it, but because uh, Sadie's my support act, I don't get the homesickness thing. So we every night's just like being a bit of a holiday. We're going to stay in a hotel and have a curry afterwards. No, so I, have, it's I, fun. Have, I know it's a bit sickening, but I do enjoy. It. I, I have to ask. Really sweet. I have to ask you about this though, because there is. Uh, I mean, I with the I can't remember how to put it. The support <laughs> act, the whole thing with the support act. There's yeah. a general acceptance that they're not as good as the main act or newer. But not as good, usually. I mean, I would never in a million... And, and no disrespect to I've had some marvellous support acts, but you don't pick one who's too good. You know what I mean? Well, I, I, I find that, if, say, like last night I had a support I went on and absolutely stormed it in the first half, Chris Ramsey, and I find it makes it easier for me. Yeah. If the audience have, have lost it and had an amazing time... They, they, I they, wouldn't they, have gone on. They come back, <laughs> in, they come back thinking... <laughs> they come back thinking, well, how, how, good is, how good is Russell going to be tonight if the first goal is this good? Where, yeah. yeah. I think it work, can work both ways. If that happened to me, that the support act would have come off to find me in tears, mascara <laughs> out my face, saying, oh, why didn't you do the whole show, then? <laughs> 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 That's a British thing, isn't it, though? I just want a little bit of disaster or mediocrity yeah. before I... I want someone who people are in the bar saying, well, he was, he was all right. I liked it. He's all right, you know. I feel... Because if you go out for a meal, you don't want the starter to be so brilliant that the main course feels, oh, God, it's all right, but not like the starter. No, but Anyway, I'll... my point... Sorry, Russell, carry on. No, but uh, the good thing about using Sadie's well, she's very different. So even if she, she's excellent, but she's of her own type, it's a character comedian, it's scripted. So the audience gets something, uh, like a short film before a movie. Mm. They get something else to think about and to f feel in a different way. And then I go on and, and destroy it. <laughs> <laughs> Let me put it to you this way. If, Sadie, if Sadie's career absolutely took off and yeah. she became a big star, and she said to you, Russell, would you mind supporting me on tour? Yeah. You'd be fine with that. Yeah, yeah, if I was already sort of waning and travel lodging, I'm like, why not? Why yeah, not? that's good. I'm, only, I'm, I'm just putting my own new road. Obviously, you are <laughs> okay with it. I have my own Trying to find gaps in my personality. It's fine. Let's <laughs> no, stick it's, a pin in it. <laughs> I think it's very... Yeah, See, I have a inside. problem. If I, if I lived with a comedian, if my mm. girlfriend was a comedian, I'll tell you mm. what, another problem I'd have is that thing... Oh, you're full of problems this morning. <laughs> <laughs> you know, if you're having a conversation and one of you says something funny in the midst of a conversation, then you go, oh, hold on, we'll lose jokes that. 
<laughs> because it's come from both of us talking. So. Yeah, that would be mine. That would be yours. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's all you need. You just need a system. <laughs> it's as simple as that. <laughs> so you're on tour at the moment. If anyone wants to see Russell Kane, who is very funny, I saw the show in Edinburgh, as did uh, Emily, and Gareth couldn't be bothered cause he, just because he had several shows of himself to do. We use that as a lot of times. Yeah, some so. Yeah, so um, do go and see Russell Kane. You will not be disappointed. I, that's that's the uh, Frank Skinner absolute um, guarantee. <laughs> Russell Kane is uh, with us here on Absolute Radio, um, and you're on tour at the moment. And uh, e- now, anyone who missed you in London last night mm. at the Bloomsbury Theatre, um, they can see you again in London, can't they? Yeah, it's it sold, it sold out, so I put an extra date on tour. That's Thursday, the 29th of October. Just head to my MySpace page. Oh, okay. MySpace.com forward slash Russell Kane. I might Russell take King. Dave Gorman. <laughs> yeah, you might take Dave. Yeah, Gorman, I love Gorman him. Gast, as I like to call it. <laughs> I love Dave. I really do love him. <laughs> <laughs> so you're also, Russell, you're also yeah. doing the, um, I don't know what the name of it is, but it's that the spin-off programme for um, I'm a Celebrity, Get Me Out of Here. Uh, yeah, I'm a Celebrity, Get Me Out of Here now, I believe. It's is that called, what it's called? I hope it's called that, otherwise I don't even know the title of the show. Oh, OK, that sounds it's just all like ha- a slightly more insistent celebrity. Yeah. <laughs> It's uh, it's yeah. It's all happened a bit quickly because obviously I had the tour programmed in and everything. But the uh, the ITV two lot came along and saw a stand up show, a freshers ball of all places. They said, "Do you want to come on and uh, be on the show?" I can't say what I'm doing. I can't say where it is or who I'm doing it with. But let's really? just say it's very exciting. Yes, and okay. it'll be for the whole of more or less the whole of November. I'll be I'll be working on it. So well, that'll I'm excited. Be, that'll be exciting. You'll be able to uh, hang out. Well, I don't know who you'll be able to hang out with because I, I don't know where you're going to be. <laughs> yeah, obviously. yeah. If you're going to be in Berry. Yeah. You're not going to be hanging out with anyone, except from the people of Berry, which is, yeah. I understand, a very nice place. Yeah. Okay, so th- what kind of thing will you be doing on there? Do you know? Will you be interviewing...? Well, I'm, I'm hoping that um, there's going to be a, ma- a lead presenter, female presenter, so I'm hoping that I'll be, have my own sort of comedy corner, which is great, because then I'll get to do my sort of stand-up observations about things that's happened in the show, because it's always great if you're working on one of those shows if you can still do what you do, rather yes. than just doing the links and stuff. So yes. I'm hoping that's what's going to happen. Oh, good. I think it might. OK. And, uh, and but then, we can't say. And, the, and I might be reading out tweets as well. Sorry, Frank. Oh, will you? <laughs> what is it? See, uh, tweets are all right about I'm a Celebrity, Get Me Out of Here, because they're filmed 24 hours a day anyway, so they have no secrets. Mm. Don't you, have you not ever had any tweets about you which you thought, I'd rather people didn't know that? I've uh, I've stopped self googling. I went to therapy and gave it. Well, I've stopped self googling as well, but uh, oh, yeah, not no. gone to the tweeters. Oh yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I, uh, I've just start, I'm trying to get into this Twitter thing because I know I, I need to get on board with it. But I, I get to, for about a couple of days, and then I just get bored and stop updating my uh, Twitter. Yeah, and uh, I need to get into it. I'm you don't need to get into it. I think this t- today's where we f- the fight back starts here. Yeah. Oh, speak for yourself. I love it. I'm going to be tweeting as soon as I finish this show. Yes, I'm going to start tweeting. Emily from Absolute (laughs) Radio. (laughs) Seen with a very elderly rich man in a Mayfair hotel. (laughs) I wish. People just think it was me. (laughs) (laughs) So you used to work in advertising, Russell. Yeah. How was that? Because you seem a very... um, I imagine people in advertising are quite hard-bitten and ruthless, and you seem a very gentle, warm it's, man. It's slightly upgrading what I did. I would say I was a copywriter in marketing. There was a, there's a distinction. So rather than the big, exciting poster campaigns in television, I was you know the win a flight guy. So oh, okay. I was like, can we do, what can we do with this headline? We need to give away flights, and there's a possibility of winning. And then I'll do loads of creative versions, but they would always run with win a flight. <laughs> 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 I had to copy Jack 
terms and conditions. Point one, only open to people in the UK. I think I nailed that one. <laughs> <laughs> but because they wanted to be, it was still Did like, you write golf sale? Yeah, well, effectively. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. you've seen my work. <laughs> and there was just loads of pink fluffy cubes and like, loads of really creative furniture and big glass walls and people sitting in brainstorms going, I wonder if the answer's win a flight. Nailed it. Let's lunch. <laughs> and uh, so, but it still was quite, it was still, you know, no life, work from 6am to 8pm, no holidays, come in and work for free on the weekends, live for the business. It was that kind of atmosphere and that in the end I thought I want to be creative but I'd rather stay in bed till about 5pm every day and then stand up came along yeah <laughs> uh, which is better isn't it yeah oh yeah god yeah it is much better. Come and see uh, my new show, Win a Flight, next year. <laughs> <laughs> I'd go to that. I mean, you would get people, wouldn't you think, oh, great, you can win a flight, apparently. <laughs> There'd be some legal problems. That's, that's the last link with Russell. I'm, I'm, I'm missing you already, oh. Russell. But um, go and see Russell on tour. I'm giving you the personal stamp of approval. He's a very funny comedian. And it was, uh, it was lovely speaking to you Thank you for today. having me. And thanks for getting up early. I know comedians don't like you, but... Um, you did it. And uh, that was Russell Kane. Hoorah. Bye. Absolute Radio. Did we find out about baby pigeons? But Someone asked um, why we never see baby... Not why we never see baby pigeons, why no-one ever does. Yeah, well, the listeners were, were all over it. Um, Paul said, baby <laughs> pigeons are not seen because they can't fly and not develop no feathers. They stay in not the nest... Not develop no feathers? Yeah, he's a cockney. Oh, oh OK. <laughs> they stay in the nest. So if you looked in, pigeon, in a pigeon nest in breeding time, you would see loads. Oh, well, I must remember to look in a pigeon nest at breeding time. Well, I know that the, uh, another reason is that they spoil them. They treat them like Suri Crews a bit. They overindulge them. Yeah. Do they? Yeah, pigeons? they do, yeah. They spoil them in that, you know, they mollycoddle them. Yes. And they don't let them leave the nest until they're older. Mm. Well, my, my granddad used to keep pigeons, and when they're babies, they are hideously ugly. Right. They're really, and then when the feathers start to come through, they come through like horrible grey spines. So do they not want people to see yeah, them? So Is I that think, why they keep yeah. them in the nest? <laughs> they keep them inside, basically, because <laughs> they're freaks. Oh, well, I think that's got to the bottom of that. Have we had any more phrases that people hate? <laughs> yeah, um, Abby in London, the phrasal word literally used entirely inappropriately, as in, I'm literally going to kill you. <laughs> <laughs> I, remember, I remember a driver saying to me, I'm sorry I'm late, he said, but he, honestly, so it was raining cats and dogs, literally. <laughs> <laughs> and I thought, no, that's incorrect. Surely that's incorrect. <laughs> uh, basically, I hate it when people say basically. Yeah, oh, there's a couple of basically's here. Is that okay, yeah. Yeah. Um, Bill in, I can never pronounce this, Kaya Philly. Kaya Philly. Kaya Philly. Bill in Kaya says oh that sounds good doesn't it yeah it's like, like lily allen yeah bill and Caffilly says the annoying phrase is he turned round and said i i gotta say that i'm with billy <laughs> there's something i love about it i heard a bloke the other day saying so i turned around and i said to the doctor and i thought what, what did the doctor say why did you do that pirouette then <laughs> you all right? i like the idea of people turning round before speaking it's like you know when impressionists turn away and moss their hair up and come back in another <laughs> that's a good one bill i'm all for that um, Liz um, says, I experienced an overwhelming inner rage when I ask someone how they are and they say, oh, not three bad. Yes. Oh. Instead of not Those too bad. Those people also say, not, how you're diddling as well. Yeah, I'm worried about her overwhelming <laughs> inner rage. So this, this is a name we should make a note yeah. of I mean, if for when she shoots 18 <laughs> people in a post yeah, office. If you literally feel an overwhelming <laughs> inner rage, please do seek help. <laughs> well, <laughs> exactly. She'll end up turning the gun on herself. Oh, yeah, that's what they always do yeah. at the end. Um, <laughs> Yeah. We've had one from Eileen. Right. Which says, there's plenty more fish in the sea. Somebody said this to me when my husband tragically died. Oh, oh. God. 
That is, who would say that? Oh, I oh, God, I don't know. I don't that, know. Gonna that's get what you that say one. when you dump somebody, isn't it? Or when they've been well, dumped. When, when they've been dumped, dumped you don't yeah. say. Yeah. Not when you've dumped okay, somebody. Plenty, <laughs> yeah. If I dump someone, I'm say, hey, have you dumped her? There's plenty more fish in the sea. I know, that's why I've dumped her. <laughs> don't worry about that. I'm aware of that. Yeah, that was incredibly insensitive. Well, yeah. Eileen, good of you, Eileen, though, to text it in. I mean, yeah. Especially yeah. if he was like. Assassinated no, no, I've got mobsters. Yes, and I think we've gone far enough. Yeah. Is that enough? I think we've got yes. <laughs> Thanks. Okay. Any anything else? Or shall we? And we're moving towards the end of the show. I should think. Well, yeah. Well, now we're going to hand over to Ben Jones today, which is a new experience for oh. us. I've never handed over to Ben Jones before, so um, that'll be uh, lovely. And um, I, what are you doing this week? Anything exciting, Gareth? Um, I'm doing the Credit Crunch Cabaret on Monday. Oh, you are! I'm doing that as well. What at the Lyric Theatre in yeah. Shaftesbury Avenue? <laughs> well, it's a small world, isn't it? But I wouldn't like to sweep it. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so um, that's all from us. Have a lovely weekend, and all I can say really is, uh, well, good day to you. Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio. Absolute Radio.